my name is Tristan. I am the host of the Empowered Agent Podcast. And if you're watching this in our group, welcome. Today, I'm going to be going through um, a deep dive into my into database and kind of the systems that I use. If you want any of my scripts or anything like that, please um, reach out and email me or DM me and I will send you a copy of some of the scripts that I use and some of the systems that I've set up. Um, I do these because I believe that it's really important in our lives to pay things forward. We really need to be helping each other, empower each other, and giving back to each other. Um, it's pretty early here, so I am having some coffee and I'm enjoying my morning, getting some work done. Um, I'm going to pull up my notes right now so that I can be prepared. Um, let's see. Uh, database. So database is such a topic, right? It's something that we all should be working on. It's really a living, breathing thing. And I've often heard it described as something that is like your biggest asset as a real estate agent. If you have a strong database, then you will have the ability to generate more referrals. And of course, I think we all want to be more of a referral agent. We want to work with people who know, like, and trust us and that we like too. Um, I think there's a statistic like 10% of the people in your database will be uh, working with you or, or making a move in that 10 years. Um, I had a uh, wonderful podcast episode with Marky Lemons and her whole coaching program is adding people to the database and staying in contact with them online. So today we are going to dive into setting up reminders, what to say and when to say it. Um, when I, if you want to know the first part I did is how to get started on your database, then you can grab my podcast. I'll put a link to that in any of these show notes or anything that I post. Um, it's the Empowered Agent Podcast, and you can find that on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts or anything like that. Okay. All right. So we're going to get started here. All right. Um, okay. So we have a database, uh, hopefully a database that's for real estate agents that you are using that has some kind of automation. Because without automation, we are working way too hard. We want to use automation in order to be able to systematize our lives and be more efficient and more effective and therefore have more time for ourselves. Um, so when I, I, again, I use Lion Desk and it's more just because I got it a million years ago and I spent some time building it out. And so anytime I think about switching, it's very stressful to me. I don't want to switch. I want, you know, it's just, it's already built out. If you're brand new and you don't have a database, then I would look at follow-up boss. I think they're running $69, uh, line desk about 25. Wise agent is one I used in the past. Uh, so anything will work. Just you know, find one that you play around in and find that it's easy to use. And I'll actually screen share my database here too. Um, okay, so I noticed I say um a lot. <laughs> okay, so we want to have categorized our database, have entered our database, have brain dumped all the people that we know, because remember, anybody can refer you. So you want to go through that phone and your social media and add people in and get their information. Um, so the one other statistic I want to give you is 
um, a, a statistic about transactions and realtors who use a database or a CRM increase their transaction sites by 26% versus those who don't. So think about that. If you could increase your transactions by 26%, that'd be pretty impactful, wouldn't it? I, For me, I'd be incredibly happy. So we want to talk about what we're going to say when we reach out, how often to say it, and if you're going to be sending items of value. This, again, is a several-part series because I think it's a lot to tackle, and I want you guys to have time to unpack it and implement, take some actions. Um, Reach out anytime, again, if you have questions. Okay, so we've talked about it last week. Um, You have your clients broken down into ABC categories, and then in my database, I have sphere of influence and past clients, new leads, which are also separated into right now leads, active hot buyers and sellers, and long-term buyers and sellers. Each group, each group, each group needs its own system. So it's personal and not canned because guys, nobody wants to get a canned email or text from you. I, it's, I just find it to be really off-putting and people don't want to respond to that at all. So make sure that if you are going to use email templates, that you are updating them often and that they sound personal because we want to systematize and we want to be personal with people. So for my past clients and my sphere of influence, those are my highest touch. Those are the people I stay in touch with the most often. Those are my strong refers and people in my network. And I want to work with those people they know as well, because I like them, right? They're in my tribe, they're in my vibe. And I have them on a 60-day rolling touch. I've tried 90 days. I thought that was too much. I tried 45 days. I thought that was too often. So 60 days seems to be the sweet spot for how often I contact people. I created a recurring task in my database, in my CRM for every 60 days from the last time that I talked to that person or connected with that person. Now, this touch that I'm using to connect with that person, what I consider a touch is pretty, pretty a wide variety. It can be a phone call, a text message, social media comment, handwritten notes, something that I did to reach out to connect with that person. And I rotate those touches. Um, through each one of those. So in my CRM, when I make that touch, uh, my CRM says outbound, whatever I did. And then I make a note. What did I do? What did I say? If we have a conversation, I take notes there as well. So that when that next 60 days rolls around, that I know what we talked about. And I remember because I actually generally care and want to know what's going on in people's lives, you know, with, with things that is how we build relationships. Think about how you want people to engage with you and then flip it. It's pretty simple, right? Um, I use a a different touch each time. And this is a part, this will go into a little bit of time management and time blocking. So I block two times on my week and I called it focused touches. I don't care what you call it, whatever you want to call it. And I do two hours or 90 minutes, two times a week to systematically go through these things. And remember that this is a long game. So if let's say you do this every 60 days for a year and you're popping up in somebody's social feed and they've gotten a handwritten card and maybe you're sending them an item of value, you've left them a voicemail, you've sent them a birthday card, 
think about the compound effect that that will have in that person's life and how they think about you. That's very, very powerful. That's incredibly powerful. Certainly, I think in my life, if I think about who is really consistent with staying in touch with me, there's very few people, I can probably count them on my hand, that they actually reach out to me in a very systematized way. And therefore, I'm always thinking about them, right? I'm oh, they're always top of mind. I trust them. I have a high level of trust for them because they are consistent. And when I have a high level of trust for people, then I it's very easy for me to refer them business because I know they're going to take care of those people that I love. Okay. So that's time blocking. That's how often we do that. Now I'm going to dive into cold leads. So maybe you have cold leads. Maybe these leads are coming from an online source like Zillow or realtor.com or um, an open house that you just met somebody. So these are leads that really don't know, like, and trust you. And that is the biggest challenge we have to get through is to build that likability and that trust through our messaging and how often we're contacting them. So I'm going to go through some statistics here as well, but number one is speed to lead. So if you have online leads you and that lead comes in, you must immediately make contact. If you are a real estate agent who doesn't like to pick up the phone or doesn't want to be bothered, or maybe is really busy with your kids, online leads are not going to be a good source of business for you because they do require you kind of to stop everything and make an automatic, that first touch. So a lead comes in, that means they're usually on your website or from a service you're purchasing leads from. You need to pick up that phone and call them. I would say nine times out of 10, nobody answers the phone, right? It's We get so many spam calls these days. So I hang up and I call right back. That increases my odds a ton. If they don't answer, I will send them a text message or sometimes a text video message. I have on my phone some saved videos. And what I do is I make my video and I put them in my notes app. And it says something like, hey, this is Tristan. I'm, you know, so-and-so realtor. Thank you so much for searching for homes on my website. Thank you so much for requesting your home value. I just tried to give you a call to learn a little bit more about you. There's no pressure. I'm here to work on your time frame. Can you give me a ring back? Da 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 da. And then I always follow up with what I'm going to do next. So something like this. Um, da, 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 da. So video text, I said something like, I will be following up tomorrow to find out more about your buying or selling needs, whatever is appropriate. And I will be sending you new, new listings in the area. Now, make sure you actually do what you say you're going to do. And I'm going to be so transparent. Sometimes I get busy and I forget. When we're trying to build trust and likability and a relationship, if we say we're going to send them listings and we say we're going to call them tomorrow, we need to do that. Even if they don't answer. You have to be good at your follow through and follow up so that people know, oh, that person's going to do what they said they're going to do, which goes a long way in today's world. Okay. 
we want to offer them some valuable information as well. So let's talk statistics about contacting people. Statistics show calling three times is 68% more effective than calling one time. And your chances of engaging with that leader even higher if you make six attempts. Now, calling six times is 94% better than calling once. That's huge. Do you know that the average agent gives up after three phone calls? So if you make it all the way to six, not only do you have a 94% chance of actually having success, a lot of it is because those other realtors quit calling. Okay, they just quit calling. Um, again, right, You, I don't know, I get in my head with calling all the time. Like I just thought about a person I hadn't talked to in a while and I saw she was active on my site and I just need to pick up the phone and ask her, how's it going? Did she find a house? Did she want some help? She may not want help. She may not want to talk to me. That's okay. But if I put her first by calling her and reaching out and seeing how I can be of service, that uh, that feels good to me. Like I know that I did the right thing that day. Okay. Uh, not all leads are ready to buy right now, but that does not mean they are not worth pursuing. Lead nurturing is about follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. So how do I do this? So the first six days, everybody gets a phone call a day, a text message a day, and an email every other day. So I have that set up in my system, and I can show you guys that sometime if you're curious. Um, the goal is to stay in front of our prospects in a way that creates value rather than being annoying. You're probably going to be a little annoying. Let's be honest, okay? It's probably a little annoying when people keep calling you. I know sometimes people call me like telemarketers, you know, who's the worst is Yelp. Yelp. They'll just call me all the time. But finally it bugged me so freaking much that I answer the phone because they won't stop calling. And so I need to talk to them and just tell them, stop it. But if they're good and they can get me talking to them, they have a really high chance of getting me to listen. Okay. So it's a little bit of a science. So I call every day for six days. I text every other day and I send personal emails two times in that six days. In those personal emails, I introduce myself, I give my statistics, I give a case study of how I help somebody in their situation, save money, get more money, whatever their pain point might be. I create, I give, I, I create a solution for their problem in that. Okay. I also try to add them into my social media if that's possible. That get a little weird. So we don't want to be too stocky, right? I also send them a weekly email video about the housing market every week with a call to action. Search for houses, contact me, whatever. I send it on my on my in my CRM. It has video messaging, so that's awesome. And I do it every single week. Once I see who's engaging on those uh, those emails, then that gives me something to focus on the following week. Okay. But everybody wants to know about the market right now because it's weird. We all know that, right? All right. So you got to set up a campaign that reminds you to do this. So the ultimate goal of a database is that when you sit down at your computer in the morning, you don't go, oh my gosh, who am I going to call? You go into the database, you go to your tasks, and it says, call this person, send them this, do this. And that way you don't, it's just, you don't have to think about it. It's so much easier. Okay. So much easier. Um, once those six days are up, I put them into a 14 day system for two months in that 14 day system. I call three times a week. I text two times a week and I email one time a week. Okay. 
Then if they don't respond, they go into what I call the long-term drip, which is a lot of informational canned emails and a every 30-day call to check in with them. Okay. So I want to also make sure that they're doing that. That goes forever until they just tell me to go away or they unsubscribe or whatever it is. When I'm doing this, my goal is to discover what their pain points are and set an appointment to talk on the phone or to meet in person. Those are pretty simple. Okay. If you want some scripts to use for this, um, I'm happy to send them over and some other links to some other scripts that I, from other people that I really like to use. So you want to use some, and this is, it's a sign, it's an, you know, kind of an art. You got to try different scripts, see what you like, uh, write them for your own voice. Don't just copy them, paste them and send them because you'll never, it just got to sound like you. Okay. So now let's talk about when to call. So statistics show Wednesdays and Thursdays are the top for open rates and phone contact rates. So that's email open rates and phone contact rates. In fact, according to research, Thursday is 26% better for email open rates than the worst weekday, Monday. And if you think about it, it makes sense. Monday, everybody's focused at work. By Thursday, people are getting ready for the weekend. They're kind of ready. They're just looking at other things. They're clicking around. If they're searching for houses, that's a good day to send people stuff. Um, Thursday is 49% better for phone contact rates than the worst weekday, which is Tuesday, uh, which which was a work day, Tuesday. And 2 to 6 p.m. is the best time to call. So if you have to make your phone calls and you could do it between 2 to 6 p.m. on Thursdays, that is the best time. Now, listen, I'm not a nighttime person. I'm a morning person. By four o'clock, I don't want to be calling anybody. I'm just kind of out of steam. So instead of not doing it, I will just make my calls when it works for me because making the calls or making the contacts is better than not doing it all, right? Okay, so now what we'll talk about what we want to say if you want to ask, you know, I can send you guys some scripts. One other thing that we can do, which is high touch if you have the budget, is to start sending your highest value people a valuable item in the mail. So what could this be? You could look at a Buffini system. I send little holistic newsletter that I use from a company called the Personal Marketing Company. You could use something from Corefact. You could send a market report. You could send tips on how to clean your house, tips on finances. I don't know. Just there's so many things. Go to Etsy, find something there. Um, and you can maybe pick, if you don't have a big budget, 20 people, print it out handwrite it, stamp it, send it, and do that every month. And that's another item of touch, right, to people. It's um, something that's, you know, comes in the mail and it's not a bill. So, you know, yeah, they might just throw it out, but they see, see you there again. So that's another way we're staying in touch with people. Um, and that's all I have for today. So today, right, we're talking about when we're sending, how often we're sending, what we're sending. Um, and I will put links to all of those things in my the Facebook group and also when I post this in the podcast as well. So now, action time. I want you to go and set up these systems in your database. If you need help, you can book a call with me, a 15-minute Ask Me Anything. The links are in the notes always. And next time, on the next one next week, I'm going to go over Popeyes, gift programs, and real estate reviews for homeowners and give you a downloadable plan, 
Okay. Thanks guys for watching. And I hope that you benefit from this. If you know anybody else who could benefit from this, share it with them, tag me in it. I'd love to connect more.